This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning, family. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, your hostess. Who's joining the call and would like to say good morning on this thankful Thursday? Good morning, it's Destiny. Good morning, Miss Destiny. Happy Thursday. Thursday. Good morning. This is Dedicated Denise. Good morning, Denise. Dedicated, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I am blessed and, and excited for a new day. Thank God for his blessings. Amen. Me too. So grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning, Declare Victory. Who's joining the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Diane. Happy <laughs> Thursday. Happy Thursday. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> I love both of y'all. Uh, good morning. Uh. <laughs> morning, Tracy. Hey, good morning. I love all of y'all. Yes, you <laughs> love that. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Happy Thursday. Who's joining the call? Happy Thursday, Cheryl. Happy Thursday. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> okay, I'll go ahead on mute. Okay. 
Good morning, I love Michelle. all of you, too. <laughs> I love all of y'all, too. Love y'all. Good morning, Miss B. Morning, Christina Joy. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Gloria. <laughs> Good morning. This is JC. Happy birthday, everyone. Happy today's your birthday? No. August fourteenth. But I said happy Thursday. <laughs> oh, happy Thursday. That's my daughter's birthday too, so I will not forget. Oh, yes. hey. She'll be twenty one. Oh Jesus. I'll be mm-hmm. the big sixty four. God is good. Yes. <laughs> happy birthday to her early. Yes, happy birthday, happy birthday to you as well. Thank you and thank you. Good morning, family. Welcome to Declare Victory, who's joined the call. For this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall, we will, we will not, not praise the name of the Lord. Amen. I don't know if you can hear me, but Denise is on the line. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Denise. We can hear you. Okay. Hey, that's my girl. Good morning, sis. Thanks for calling in. Y'all welcome, Denise. Welcome, Denise. Welcome, Denise. Welcome, Denise. Good morning. Welcome, Denise. Good morning. I'm so glad to be with you this morning. Yes. Welcome to the Player Victory. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) You're great. You have Thank a wonderful you. and blessed day, and just we've got a lot of humidity going on here in Stockton, so <laughs> it's not too good. Yeah. Good morning, this is Denise. Good morning, Denise. Susie, I want to tell you, you sound great today. Keep up, keep up uh, trusting the Lord. We're going to continue to lift you up as well. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're the best. <laughs> It takes us all. I'm having a hard time breathing here because of the uh, the weather here. So, but I'm inside, so I'm good. Okay. God be the glory. God good bless morning. You. God bless you as well. Thank good morning, you. everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call before we get started? Good morning, it's Kai and Kim. Love you. Good morning. Well, good morning, Kai and Kim. Hey, girl, where you been? <laughs> Love y'all. Good morning, this is Juanita. Good morning, Juanita. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Thursday, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Thursday. Good morning, it's beloved Barb. God bless everyone. God bless you, beloved. Happy Thursday. All right, family, if we can go ahead and get started, I ask, please, if you can go ahead and mute your line so we can go ahead and move forward with the call. Good morning, happy Thursday, happy thankful Thursday. My name is Rochelle and I'm your hostess. 
Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, encourage, empower, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us daily during the month of August where our theme of the month is legislation. All the declarations will focus on the judicial judicial authority that Christ has provided to us as his ecclesia. There is one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. Spirituality. It's impossible to spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature by Peter Schizero. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard, and 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard uh, by calling this number right here tonight. They, there are, let me just check that. There are no prayer requests submitted by the app, but we want to continue to lift up each other, lift up um, the situations that's going on in the world, um, the monkeypox, the coronavirus leadership, and call out our very own, our sisters and brothers here on Declare Victory. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Miss Diane. The declaration will be brought by Dion and Tanya. Um, again, I'll repeat the order of the call. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by uh, Ms. Diane, and the declaration will be brought by Dion and Tanya. This, then will we go right into closing comments hosted by our declares. The scripture for today is Matthew 28, verse 18. And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of this word, of his holy word. Please check your phones as we go to the throne of grace. Miss Diane, the call is in your hands. Thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bow before you this morning on bending knees, bow down heads, and bow down hearts. God, we praise you just for who you are. You can look to the hills from which cometh your help. Our help comes from the Lord. So, Father, we thank you this morning, O oh God. I thank you, Lord God, for your love and order, O oh God, for our lives, O oh God. So, God, we thank you. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord God, because you are the great God. You are the good, good Father. There is none like you. None can compare to you. So, Father, we give you praise. We love you, Lord, because you first loved us and given yourself for us. Father, we thank you, Lord God. For Psalms 8410 says, better in one day in your court than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than dwell in the tent of the wicked. So God, help us this morning, oh God, as we bow before you. Help us, Lord God, in our way, in the way we live, in the way 
we pray in the way that we see things in your way, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, Father, we just give you praise this morning. You said, enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise this morning. We lift you up with our voices this morning, oh God. We give you praise, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, just for who you are. We thank you, Lord God, that you cover us day and night, keep us through the night, bringing us to the dawning of a brand new day each day that we open our eyes, each day that we open our mouth. You said if we open our mouth, you will fill it. So God, we give you praise this morning. And Father, we ask that you you accept our prayers this morning, oh God, in the name of Jesus, as we Pray in corporate praise. If you all would take your phones off of mute and give God praise. Give God what's due him. Lord, I thank you this morning for being who you are. I thank you this morning for being Jehovah's Father. I thank you this morning for being Adonai, Lord Master. I thank you this morning for being Elohim, the everlasting God. God, I thank you this morning for being a jealous God. God, you see your glory. No one. Thank you. 
While you're getting situated, um, we uh, want to ask you again to check your phones to make sure that they are muted. Even though you think you may have muted, our phones are so smart. The very slightest touch or movement sometimes can cause them to come off mute and you don't even realize it. So it's really, really critical um, that we protect the integrity of the call to ensure that there are no disruptions so that you can get the full uh, meaning, the full understanding of this morning. Amen, amen, amen. All right. Dion, are you there? I'm here. Good morning. Good morning. Great morning. Happy Thursday. Hey, y'all. Happy, happy, happy. In the month of August. What day is today? Listen, today, today is August 4, 2022. What time Listen, is excited. it? Come it on, right come now on. is 6.17 a.m. We are present in yes, this moment. Amen. Yes, yes. So let me, let me say this before um, we begin. I am... Extremely excited, and and for those of you that may be new to the call, um, I don't normally talk this much, 
But this leg of the race is extremely important to your future as a believer. It's extremely important to the development and cultivation of not only your prayer life, but my my earnest prayer is that your faith would be increased. The Bible says that we go from faith to faith, from glory to glory. And um, if you don't know Tanya and I's story, we've been friends now for about 28 years, Tan, however old Deontay is certainly how it rolls, Amari, 25. Definitely Amari, yeah. Definitely Amari. But we've known each other longer. Yeah, we've We've, known each other much longer. But our journey, um, which which I can say began in about 2008 together and then really, really increased in probably about 2010. Um, So literally for the last 12 years, we have been – um very Jonathan and Davidish, very um Ruth and Naomi ish, a lot of our sets of circumstances to get us from there to here have run <laughs> congruently. If it's not me going through something, it's her going through something. If it's not her going through something, it's me going through something. But what I will say is as a believer it is really important that you have kingdom relationships, kingdom friendships, um, kingdom companionship, but more importantly, kingdom agreement. It is imperative that you have agreement in prayer. The word of God says it like this, uh, by two or three, every word is established. And so, um, you know, when there is division, when you are praying, when there's separation or doubt in one person or fear in one person, um, it makes it very difficult to break out of limitations and boundaries and borders. But when you have the type of, um, as God calls us to deep relationships, you'll start to notice that even as you legislate, having that accountability in prayer, having that closeness in companionship and confidant relationships, you can be transparent, not just with with God, but with the God-given people or person that he has sent for you to travel um, or go through your pilgrimage process through. So Tanya, alongside others, has been part of that um, God-given tribe for me. And so this morning, we're going to do a little bit of tag team teaching, but we're also going to walk you into what it looks like when we literally make appointments and set aside time for prayer and worship and for governing in the courts and for legislating on behalf of our loved ones and our families. Um, And so this morning, it it is one thing for somebody to tell you what to do, totally different thing when somebody demonstrates what it looks like, especially in this type of a format. Can you got anything? Yeah, which goes to say that um, experience is very important. I can talk to you about theory, right? Um, I can 
um, and, and get, get ideas about what I believe it is based upon my study. That's nice, and it's not impossible to do. However, when you marry theory and experience together, it takes on a completely different meaning. Um, I don't know about, so let's, let's talk about that from a practical matter. Um, when I go to a doctor, um, whether it's a whatever kind of doctor, um, especially for me, a gynec, let's just say a gynecologist, a, a, a doctor that um, works on, you know, the female um, uh, organs and, and what have you. I prefer to go to a female because not only does that female have many of the experiences that I have, that I have, she has the theory. And that at first it used to, it, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal, but that changed for me. Um, one year when um, a doctor, uh, I was diagnosed with fibroids. It's very common uh, in women. Um, and there was this this uh, male doctor that I went to and, you know, they said I needed surgery, blah, 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 blah. It was 2004. And um, he said, well, we're going to, he explained the process and he said, I'm going to do the incision, but I'm going to do it on this <laughs> on this side of your body even though the fibroid, I forget what side it was on, even though your fibroid is on the, let's just say it's on the right side, I'm going to make the incision on the left because it's more convenient for me. I said, oh, okay, well, you wait right there. He's still waiting for me. And so I sought out a female, um, but this is my personal preference. Um, that doctor, the male doctor, had theory, and he'd been in practice many, many years. And so I guess he was successful, even if he did things that was <laughs> convenient for him. Um, I thought about a female because I understand a female um, not only knows her her body has had experiences um, same married again with the, the knowledge that she has. I felt more comfortable with somebody working with me. Now um, it is so. Why do you say that, um, Tanya? That theory alone, in my opinion, is not enough. I think we need to be talking about. Um, experiences that we've had in order for us and you, for us to be able to better relate um, information that we're giving to you. I hope that makes sense to you. So that's the one thing. And so, um, you know, when Dion um, and I talked about this last night, we're going to talk today like she and I are on the phone having a conversation. Um, we, we want We want it to be as organic as possible. Um, being, being, or and just allow the Holy Spirit to flow through us. Uh, we know we've prayed, Dion. I just feel, I just feel led to pray again, um, okay. so that your minds are. Um, I know some of you are at work, and some of you may be starting to get your 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 day started. But if you could, if you could hone in just for a few minutes, um, Father, we just praise you this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give your name. Oh, God, we give your name glory this morning. We bless your holy name because there is none like you. None compares to you, God. You're so amazing. You're so incredible. Thank you, Jesus. We, we just come to you this morning with a heart of thanksgiving. Just thanking you for today and for this time and your precious, precious people that have made a decision to be on the line today, whether it's their first time or 
Um, they've called in, they haven't called in in a while, or they call in regularly, and they, they know the topic of discussion, which is legislation. We ask Holy Spirit that you would help us to be present and that you would give us a mind to open our hearts to the word this morning that you're giving through um, Dion and I, that you would bless your people, that you would give us what to say, how to say it, that it's received. In Jesus' name, thank God, amen. So we bless you, God. Amen. Um, Amen. Sis, <laughs> who would have yeah. thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna do all this goofy laughing that we do. Okay. It, look okay. in private. Yeah, but, Don't we can't let the people right. think we're a little slow. Wait, let me tell you something, sissy. So while I was studying for this, right, I was like, okay, God. I said, you know, paint paint me a picture, make it so plain that. Um, not only do the people glean from it, but it is that it becomes reassurance for me just with regard to all that we've been through. And, and it, it has been a long, arduous road. And I remember when we made the agreement um, after listening um, to Graham Cook, after mm-hmm. listening to Graham, that, and, and this is probably what, like, what was this? The, maybe the the fourth year, the third year into Josiah being sick that we found Graham. I can't remember exactly. Your memory is better than mine with those days. I believe believe it may have been like 2018. No, it was earlier than that. It it was probably 2017-ish. And we really started learning how to. No, 2018. I'm almost. 2018. There. Okay, that's oh. right. Because because we went to um, Chicago in 2017. So you're accurate. But but when we really started to learn what soaking was, and we had had spent time at the soak here in the Bay Area, and um, we had started to learn that we couldn't circumvent the process, mm-hmm. and that we had to learn the language of the kingdom, that we had to begin to understand how to operate from a different location, really kind of recognizing that there are coordinates. Just like you look at latitude and longitude, just like you look at, um, you know, um, elevation and depth and height, there are coordinates for all of us. God knows exactly where you are every single second of every single day. And it's the moment where we surrender to the process. And we started saying, uh, remember we listened to that teaching about having a problem. (laughs) (laughs) And we went from crying about the problem into the place of celebrating when problems came. Like crazy people. Sis, Mm -hmm. I got a problem. problem. (laughs) You want to share it with me? (laughs) Yeah. Right? And, 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 and Dion, on that, so more, it's a system more than a language, because I don't want people's Mm -hmm. mind to start going this speaking in time. Even though that's a part of it, there's an entire system. Have you ever Mm -hmm. wondered? You prayed about something, you prayed about something, and this question, I don't want you to take your phone off of you. I want, I'm putting this question to you. Have you ever prayed for something, you prayed for it, you just didn't get an answer? There's a system in place whereby 
we must follow. And some of you may not have even known that. But you religious people, I need you to take your religious hat off. Yeah. I need you to take the and I need you to be open-minded. Or don't. Or, yeah, or don't. No, I don't need you to because what you eat don't make me fat. And so I don't. I mean that. Uh, I don't mean that disrespectfully. You. Everybody on this call has a choice as to whether they take what we say, study it for yourselves, and and try it and 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 accept it, or whether you continue to do what you're doing. If you're getting results, hey, more power to you. But you're, if you're not getting the results in in consistency. See, I, yep. I hit and missed for many, many years. I wasn't really years. sure what the system was. I yeah. followed what I was taught. I didn't I didn't really know the system. Sure. There's a system in place, you guys. Go ahead, sis. We got a problem. So, what we do? W- listen, we got a problem. Listen, if I have a problem, I'm going to call this uh, goof box, and we are going to crack up about mm-hmm. whatever the problem is. Now, that took work to get to. The Bible says it like this, in all things, give thanks, mm-hmm. right? Um, consider not tests and trials. Test, tests and trials come to make us strong. We are generally terrified when something happens. And we're still talking about legislation, but there is a method to this. Yeah. Um, when, when tests and trials come, as opposed to freaking out or being afraid, let me give you an example, um, a, a, a diagnosis or a prognosis that does not appear favorable, um, a pink slip at a job, um, turmoil in your marriage or familial relationships, all of those things, problems with your kids, anything and everything that would come to steal your peace. The devil comes not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. How else do we maintain or establish our peace? Right? Um, the Bible says, great is the peace of your children. He said, and I will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on these. Think on these things which are perfect. Think on these things which are pure. Mm-hmm. Think on these things which are of a good report. Right? It is our responsibility. The Bible also says it like this. Guard your heart with all of your diligence. In this case, your heart is your uh, your thought life. Right? There's a difference between your brain and your mind. Your mind is connected to the soulish issues of who you are. It is our responsibility to meditate on that which edifies the truth of the word of God concerning your life. In order to do that and legislate effectively, you have to have the word hidden in your heart, according to Psalms, I believe four and seven, thy word have I hidden in my heart. Nope, that's not right. That's the wrong uh, quote. Rochelle, find that for me. Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Write the law of the Lord on the tablets of your heart. That is Proverbs. Um, but you, you have to have the word in you, which means you have to Second Timothy 2 and 15. You have to have a devotion life outside of the clear victory. You have sis, to set sis, aside sis. time. What? Go, go. Um, no, no, no. I want to give you the scripture, Neva. Psalm 119.11. Go ahead. Okay, so I word have Thy word have I hidden in thank you, thank you so much, um, Shell, for being on it. Um that that whole Psalms one nineteen is breath and life to you. 
It is something that if you meditate on that scripture in and of itself, it will empower you to do kingdom bidding business um, on the threshing floor. Just, just FYI, not that everything else isn't, but that it's just full of nuggets. That's another one where Psalms 119, 130, the entrance of his word gives light and adds understanding to it. But what we learned how to do as opposed to you picking up your phone, calling your girlfriend, complaining about the goings on in your life, complaining about the moments of frustration and pain, and we had lots of them back to, it was almost like contraction. When you're about Mm -hmm. to deliver a baby, when the baby and your bones are shifting, and I mean our bones were shifting Mm -hmm. in the spirit and in the natural, and it was painful, y'all. Travailing, getting to a place where you deliver, getting to a place where you don't miscarry, getting to a place where when you do deliver, the baby is strong and fortified in the Lord. And I'm not talking about a physical baby. I'm talking about the things that God uses those birthing pains um, to establish a thing in the earth through you as a vessel um, for fit for divine and kingdom use. So we stopped complaining and we started celebrating and expecting there to be a yield as a result of whatever that pain world. Jump in. Wow. Wow. I just had an epiphany. So there are two things that I want to bring up. Number one, for people who may be struggling with the word legislation and what we're talking about it, if you're a believer that has received any breakthrough at any point in your life, it's because you legislated and you didn't even realize that that's what Uh you were doing. Now what's Uh important, you all, listen to me. Now what is important, so think about it like this. When you go to, when you go to college, or you um, take um, classes, courses, whether it's continuing education or, you know, it's a course that, that you desire to take for whatever reason. Some of these things that they teach you, you already know. You just didn't have a name or a system attached to it, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you, when you learn that, oh, my God, that's called XYZ. Oh, I know how to do that. I just didn't know there was a formal name to it. All we're doing is giving you the proper language backed by scripture and experience to help you understand this is what is necessary in order to be effective. There's one more thing that, one more point that I want to bring out. So Dion talked about the very painful moments that we went through. And again, if she was, I, I, this is weird to me. It was, it's still weird to us. If she was going through something, I wasn't, and I was able to, you know, help her, praying her through, blah, 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 and vice versa. And when we talk about travailing and we talk about the painful moments, um, they were, it was necessary for transition. It was necessary for us to be stretched to capacity so God could fill us with knowledge and all the other things that he filled us with so that we could be full to, to the overflowing, so we could spill over to those that are around us, which include you. Now, we didn't have you in mind when we was being stretched. We did 2014 when I was soaking my pillow with tears based upon the thing. Ah, you cannot understand. When I think about all that we were going through at that time, we were going through something simultaneous with our family. And yeah. I'm telling you that was heavy. We Woo. had both started That's new crazy. jobs that you remember. 
We had both mm-hmm. started new jobs. And I was just like, I don't understand. I've never experienced anything like this. It was so hurtful. I don't know how I made it through that new job other than the strength of God. But my whole point is this. <laughs> we we were stretched so far. And we grew mm-hmm. so quickly. And we, we weren't even grown. We weren't grown um, at mm-hmm. all. But what I want you to mm-hmm. understand is that God stretched us for today. Because you realize yeah. it was in August, sis. You realize was, I, that? Listen, listen. It, not only did I realize that, <laughs> but I know that's another reason why in August I'm going to have to open my mouth more than usual because this mm-hmm. August will not be full of incidents. Not this year. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not going yeah. for it. Period. Mm-hmm. I got. Mm-hmm. I, look, I got a gavel <laughs> in my hand. I, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Not, not this year. That that cycle, that system, that season has ended. This is a season. I'm walking into my wealthy place in this season. Yes, ma'am. That's that's my declaration. Um, with with all that said, we learned how to sit in the pain of the process and not run from it, not try to escape it, not try to circumvent um, the moments that were painful, and there were many. But we learned how to lean into the pain, for real, and build ourselves up in the most holy effect, right? We spent time in prayer and in worship and in consecration and fasting. And, you know, everybody doesn't necessarily initially have the discipline to do that, right? And so I'm I'm not trying to make it seem easy. But, sis, you remember that day I called you? And I, I I had had one of those horrible, hard days. And I stood in the middle of my living room and screamed at the top of my lungs, God, what else do you want? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you listen, and you let me vent. This was not one of those days that I called and said, sis, I got a problem. Because what happens is initially you, you are excited about it. Things are going, you know, looking like you might be coming out of the hard season. And I'm going to tell you something. The season lasts as long as you let it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, let me say it again. The season lasts as long as you let it. So if you are in, and and don't get me wrong, there is a time and a season for everything, according to Ecclesiastes, the 11th chapter, if I'm not mistaken. Listen, there is a process to this, and God has his own timing concerning your life. But what I can tell you is that there are supernatural interruptions that only happen from places of legislation. The example we have is Jabez in Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, in spite of my name, bless me indeed. Enlarge my territory, right? Enlarge my coast. Jabez interrupted his dark season by having the unmitigated gall to ask from a place of faith with thanksgiving in his heart. Right. It was it was his responsibility to um, really overthrow what had been said about him, his name, meaning born through Mm -hmm. much pain. He made an active decision. I don't care what you call me. 
I'm entitled to what my inheritance is. Mm-hmm. And there was a time, and, and sis, I don't even honestly remember when the major shift happened, um, when, when we started to recognize, hey, we tripping. I'm, I'm not about to sit here. Now, get this. There were parts in the process, and especially after my brother passed, um, with that unexpected life interruption that was based on a clock that we don't govern. <laughs> it was it was based on a schedule that we could not control, right? And so um, I, I'll let you jump in right there because some people don't know that part of the story. I'll let you share from there. Go, sis. You know, me and my special service, my special service, I was like, sis, your, your brother passed? Um, you know what? I, listen, so so uh, I was I, I was can laugh with you. I, I know, I know. I cannot. I, was, I cannot. <laughs> I really. I I can't. Okay. I cannot. Did you get? You got confused, my poor friend, y'all. Y'all excuse I my was, green. I was friend. so drawn in to what you were saying because I was waiting for you to. I thought you were going to go someplace else about the um, when you were standing in the middle of the port screaming and you know talking about. Stuff. But anyway, it's okay. So my, it's really simple. Um, not simple, really short, because uh, I don't want to take the call in a different direction. But sure. my husband died unexpectedly, um, uh, December the eighteenth, two thousand eighteen. Uh, just when we were on an upswing, things were starting to turn around for us. Um, I had, we had a job experience. Um, I, I, I think I should say, I had a job experience because he's no longer here. Um, and mm-hmm. even in that, even in that. Um, there was a major shift. There was a mm-hmm. major shift. And the major shift, even in that, I'll never forget saying, God, I don't understand, you know, what you're doing. Uh, I, I I, don't want to, I, I, I I, I'm not going to ask why, because um, I learned that even in, in this, in this, um, Graham and other people that we pursued to go, to go deeper uh, and higher, um, understood that asking why is not the best question to ask. Mm-hmm. What are you mm-hmm. doing in this season and don't help me to don't don't let me miss you. And so rather than um so just before Carl died, um the Lord gave me a word and the word was joy. Maybe two weeks yeah. before he died. Yeah. And and I yeah. was like, so okay, what what <laughs> joy what? What do you what do you want me to do that? And I know God well enough that sometimes he doesn't He'll give you a full explanation. He may give you a phrase or he may give you a word. And so I started to study the word joy and I didn't know what to do. I, without Sabrina and, oh, you're going to start naming it. My graces, Sabrina and Didi and uh, Dion, I, I would be a basket case today. Um, but because I operated on fumes. Well, let me tell you this. My, my legislation became, um, I thank you, God, even though I don't understand you. I just I thank you and I praise you and I know that there is there is an outcome and and I trust you and and I believe that and I just thank you for your joy and rather than being overcome with grief all the time and moving in and moving on Grief Street and parking there and making that stationary, uh, I looked forward to coming out. I'll just leave it at that. You can read the book that will be coming out within the next couple of weeks. Uh, it's been a process. I thought it was going to be over, but it's not. But uh, it's called Trading Grief 
for grace. I'll give it back Amen. to you, Dion. Amen. That being said, what legislation will do is help you to deliver. So through the pain of that process and effectively legislating, a book was born. You understand? Right? In mm -hmm. the early parts of the years, I you know I wasn't asking you, did you understand? Don't act like that. Um, give me that long I'm weed just, now. I'm just you know, I'm, I'm just co signing. <laughs> you know, like lovey do. Receipt. Right, we're right. <laughs> right. Right. We need somebody with microphones, sis. Yeah. <laughs> right. I want it. So 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 the early part of my pain from two thousand eight to two thousand and what fourteen when this call was born was extremely painful. And I knew nothing about legislating. I had uh I didn't have the vernacular for it, even though I was doing it. I didn't have the verbiage. I didn't understand what I was doing. Um but what I did do was consistently study the word of God. Consistently find myself in my prayer prayer closet, even though during that season I was still in my begging state. I was still in my um, servant state. I was still in the state of um, feeling powerless and like I did not deserve what God had already promised me. Many of you are in that place right now. I need you to know that even in that place, it is important that you establish um, the basic discipline to study the word of God to find yourself in prayer, even in broken moments. Even if you don't have words, there were many times for both of us where we didn't have the language, we didn't have the words because the pain was so great, because the discomfort was so unfamiliar. So it became more of um, a lament, more of a, a cry. And the beautiful thing is even our tears are useful to our mm -hmm. process of legislation. Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes your tears testify on your behalf. So just because you are not uh, may not be where we are, don't lose heart, don't grow faint and don't feel like you are not effective in going through the process. Just make sure that you are faithful to learning the will of God for your life so that you have it in your heart so that when you pray, you can begin to pray scripture and not emotion. Mm -hmm. That is the key. God is mm -hmm. not moved by our emotions. He is moved by our faith. He is moved by our diligence. He is moved by our seek and our chase after him. Legislation is more about learning your legal rights, using those legal rights to adjudicate on your own behalf, on your own defense, to build your case, to establish the things that will take you into the place of promise and purpose. Keep in mind those four words, process, preparation, position, promise. And in the middle of all of that, what you gain is a posture, right? That's what um, I believe even in our initial friendship connection, Tanya's posture has always been for the father. Learning how to lean into who God is and learn who he is and begin to understand how he speaks to you will determine how effective you are with regard to legislating on not just your behalf, but those that you are assigned to. Tanya, you want to jump in there? 
Yeah, so I'm going to back up just a little bit. Um, so it's important that, um, well, let me give you some scriptures so you all won't be saying what I was just talking about, they like. I want to give sure. you some scripture and some examples. Um, in this case, it happens to be two women. It's not on purpose. I just, I ran out of time because I was just all over the place. But number one, um, um, we have to learn to petition the Father. Yeah. And to petition is, it's just a formal request. Uh, petition yeah. exists in the legal, in our legal system. It's it's what starts, um, and you can Google it yourself. But it's what starts the legal pr- proceeding. Um, you know, sure. the, the courts don't come and petition you. You're you're coming to make a formal request that I want to sue somebody or that I want to bring a case against somebody because they committed a crime or whatever the case may be, right? And so there are two examples. The first is Esther, um, and that's found in book the book of Esther. Verse 7 and 2, Queen Esther. Now, you have to read this a very short book. I suggest if you've never read the book of Esther that you read it. It's a great read. Read it in the message or the uh, or or a really simplified translation first so you can read it as a story. Um, and then you can go back and do some study. But anyway, Esther 7 and 2, it says, Queen Esther, what is your petition? It will be given you. What is your request? Even up to half my kingdom, it will be granted. Okay? This is an example of a godly woman going before an actual king, making a petition before him, and him, even before he fully even knew what it was, he said, you can have whatever it is that you want. Another example, Hannah, I prayed for this child, and the Lord has granted me what I asked him, what I asked of him, and that's First Samuel one twenty seven. If you know anything about the story of Hannah, she was childless. She was distraught about it. She was depressed. She wanted a child, wanted a child, and she uh, went to the temple one day. And she was so—I don't know about you, but I've been this heavy before. Um, she was so heavy she couldn't say anything. She, she, she was praying with her heart, uh, and uh, the priest there that was there assumed she was drunk. She wasn't. At any rate, her petition was, God, give me a son. When you give him to me, after he's weaned, I'll give him back to you. And that son was Samuel, one of the greatest prophets um, uh, of all time. Uh, and so anyway, there there is a scripture that talks about the petitions that we make for the Lord. Also, Philippians 4 and 6, do not be anxious about anything. But in mm-hmm. every in every situation, by prayer and petition. So prayer is one thing; petition is another. Uh, with totally. thanksgiving, pre- with thanksgiving, listen, not with mm-hmm. complaint, not with throwing mm-hmm. off on people, um, mm-hmm. but with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. That's Philippians four six. Uh, and I think and that another translation that says, "Present your case." Mm. Because mm, mm. we, we do have presiding cases that are outstanding and open. Keep, yeah. keep this in mind, family. When <clears throat> when there is a word, and, and let, me, let me give you an example. Um, I, I found this extremely interesting. When there is a word in the earth, it has to give an answer, which is why we said, um, I said, I, I know for sure on yesterday, there are dockets out in the atmosphere. There are things that are looming that have to give an answer, which is why the Lord 
speaks directly through the word of God by saying we're responsible even for our idle words. Your words are so powerful. Um, the posture of your heart, some prayers are answered by a posture. But other things are answered by a word of God. Let me let me give you this scripture. Um, as as again, we are still talking about legislation, right? Joshua six and twenty six says this. Um, Joshua laid an oath on them at that time, saying, "Cursed before the Lord be the man who rises up and rebuilds the city of Jericho. At the cost of his firstborn, shall he lay its foundation." And at the cost of his youngest son, shall he set up the gates? Now, let me show you where that word had to give an answer in a totally different dispensation. First Kings 17. Now, Elijah, I mean, Elijah, the Tishbite from uh, Tishbe in, Gil in Gilead said to Ahab, as the Lord God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither. Oh, no, that's not right. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Just a second. Oh, I'm sorry. In Ahab's time, Hale of Bethel rebuilt Jericho. He laid its foundation at the cost of his firstborn son, uh, Abiram, and he set up its gates at the cost of his youngest son, Segub. In accordance with the word of the Lord spoken by Joshua, son of Nun. Two totally different passages of scripture, two totally different uh, uh, dispensations. That's 1 Kings, the 16th chapter. I said all of that to say this it is important that you know what the word of the Lord is for your life. It is important that you know the word of the Lord spoken over your ancestors and your bloodline so that there is an occasion to give an answer, um, to bring a case before the court, to establish certain things. You got to know what that looks like, right? So in, in Revelations, it talks about um, opening the scrolls and really finding a place where you have a relationship with God in such a way that you hear him when he speaks so that you understand there are certain things that, especially when it comes to familial things or marital things or your, your children, um, your parents and things of that nature, there are things that you have a right to legislate in the heavens that nobody else does. Right. You, you you can pray for your boyfriend or your girlfriend, but you don't have any legal rights to who they are. Your children, your parents, your siblings, the, the bloodline that you guys share gives you access and the ability. Like we've been able to pray some things in our families. Right. Pray ourselves to a place of freedom so that when it comes to things that we're adjudicating in the spirit, we can be honest even with our parents who were our authority figures. Mm -hmm, we have the mm -hmm. ability now to set boundaries and mm -hmm. say, no, 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 that worked for you and your generation. That, that's something that I, I believe. So, so for some people, it may be secrets in your family, right? Mm -hmm. Uncle Ray Ray been molesting kids for three generations and mm -hmm. y'all still dropping them off over there because nobody has the courage to say, my baby not going over there. I'm sorry. I know right. what they did to me. That's not, that's not going to fly. And so all of those things matter 
when you start to legislate. When, when you start to get to a place of freedom and liberty and, and you start to walk in the authenticity of being a son of God and not a slave, not just a servant, but, but understanding that there is a friendship, a kindredness. If, if God walked in the garden with Adam in the cool of the day, if he spoke directly to Moses, considering that when Jesus came, the veil was rent. There, we don't need a priest to go before God for us. We now have access because Jesus, who sits at the right hand of the Father, who is the only one that can introduce us to the Father, according to Scripture, we now have a right to go to the throne of grace with conviction and authority in, um, in, in a place of assurance, knowing that it is his good pleasure to bless his children. But you got to know that. You got to know that for yourself, and you will not know mm -hmm. that just getting on a prayer call. Go ahead. Sis. Absolutely not. So a couple of things, um, going back to legislation and understanding what that process was, it kind of, I got to tell you, with my religious self, it kind of spooked me because I'd not heard the terminology before. But as I started to do, as I started to study, it just made sense to me. I worked for a law firm in 1987-ish, 83, something like that. I worked at a law firm, and um, as I was reading um, information about legislation and the courts of heaven and so on and so forth, um, you know, I'm very cautious with new with 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 um, things that um, that I discovered that I that I'd not known before, and I realized leadership can only take you as far as they know. There is a what do you call it? The John Maxwell calls it the the lid of the leader or the something along that long, it doesn't matter, but you know, you can't, you can't know, you, you can only get from your leader what they know. And so it's no shade against anybody or anything, but you don't know what you don't know. And if you don't know it, you can't teach it to me. Right. And so initially I, it, I was uh, uh, cautious, but it just started to make sense. I understood about pleadings. I understood about petitions. I understood about depositions. I understood those that terminology having had worked in a law firm and from having watched television and movies that, you know, that he had a legal background or whatever. But here's the thing. Once I started to learn, Dion, Dion, Dion remember me saying, oh my God, I feel like an infant. I don't know anything. Yes. I, I yes. thought I we knew both felt retarded. a little bit of something, but my God, I'm, I'm retarded. I must be like six months old in the gospel. Right. <laughs> and then, yeah. And so, but I got to a point where, and I didn't let that, I didn't beat myself up about that. I just made a decision. My own resolve was I'm going to learn it, God, so that I can use it, so that I can teach it. Yeah. That's always yeah. been my motive. And so yeah. um, when you get to a point where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're willing yeah. to make some changes in your life. Self-adjudication yeah. is very, very important. We have to get from a place. Now, asking for prayer is fine. This is a prayer call. You have you have a circle. You have a your front row or your people that you go. Asking for prayer is is, is definitely nothing wrong with that. But that should not be your go-to. You know, um, right. you you want to get to a point where you understand how to self-adjudicate. How do I yeah. do that? You got to learn the word, sister. You got to understand yep. the word, brother. You got to research. Listen, um, study to show thyself approved 
a workman that rightly divides the word of the word of truth and need not be ashamed. If you've been in a ministry for any number of years, you still talk about you don't know the Bible. Why not? Why mm-hmm. don't you know the Bible? Why don't you know the scriptures? It's 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 really evident. You don't take the time to use it. Well, I don't understand it. Don't read the King James then. Read the message version or read the Good News translation. Lastly, um, this is not new agey. This is not some new doctrine. These mm-hmm. terms that we're talking about can be found if you open your Bible and you have an open mind, the Holy Spirit will lead you to scriptures that point to what we're talking about. So -hmm. whether you accept this or reject this is up to you, my sister or my Mm -hmm. brother. But I would encourage you to keep Mm -hmm. calling in at least until August the 31st so that Mm -hmm. you can hear the conclusion of the whole matter before you make a determination as to whether you go, because at the end of the day, it's on you. Sis, it's back in your hands. And, and, as we get ready to to wrap up and walk into the discussion portion, because I'm sure that there are looming questions, I want you to understand that we went through this process so that you don't have to go through an elongated one. The reality is this. You can stay in your systems and cycles as long as you choose to. But the truth is, you don't know what you don't know until somebody tells you what you don't know. Um, and and if you are in the place of um, being not just affable or agreeable, which is another term, um, where you get to a place where the level of desperation for different is so great that you are willing to give God your full attention to get to the other side because there is another side. And I'm I'm going to say this. I'm I'm on the side where um something comes to my mind. I I think about it. I may pray about it. And within a matter of days or uh, sometimes in certain cases weeks. Um in other cases hours where I will ask the Lord for something specific. That's a desire of my heart. It's not something necessarily that I need, but he's so gracious that he will give you the things that you desire. He said, and I will give you the desires of your heart. Here's the thing. He gives you the desire in an effort to fill it, in an effort to remind you that he's faithful and just always. Sometimes it is really simple things. I could have something in my heart that I'm carrying, but it's my posture. And because I'm present in in his presence, I understand how God works on my behalf. I understand how God uses me. I understand how he speaks to me. But you have to learn his voice. You have to learn his voice in your life concerning your life. There are seasons where you can hear everything for everybody else, but when it comes to you, you don't have the capacity to quiet yourself down. There are days where the Lord will tell me, Dion, you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. I need you to sit in one spot in my presence. What I've learned is in his presence is fullness of joy. I have to overcome feeling stupid, like literally feeling borderline slow because of some of the things that um, he would tell me to do, feeling like I was a little crazy, a little slow, 
it's you know feeling a little special in in real life um but then i got to a place where i started to understand exactly what he was saying in that moment and not just understanding but obeying him in that moment sometimes it's not about the busy and the move around sometimes it happens in the still moments where instead of you choosing to operate as culture operates and always be busy and always be moving in such a way that you can't hear his voice that you've been in systems and cycles for years. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how long you've been in church. Listen, none of us know everything. And do I have it perfect? Absolutely not. No, I do not. But do I know his voice? Absolutely, I do. Can I sense his presence? Absolutely, I can. But it came from learning how to avail myself to what he says, not how I feel. To, be, to avail myself to what his plan is, not what my agenda is, not what my objective is. And Tan and I will both agree. There was a season where um, I heard Dr. Matthew Stevenson say this, and, and it really blessed me during a season or a time of his tutelage. He said, you have to grieve the idea of what you had in mind. Y'all Come on, I, say it again, sis. I, I, I thought it was to, Jake's. I'm sorry. No, it was not was, Jake's. It was Matthew Stevenson. And he said, I'm absolutely positive. Okay. I, could, I could take you back to the teaching. That was in, that was in 2018. Okay. And when he said it, it struck a chord in me in such a way. Because I, I, me, I was going to be a celebrity stylist, y'all. I was going to travel the world and comb hair. That's what I was going to do. That was my plan. I was going to make millions of dollars making women feel beautiful. That was, that was my only objective. I didn't know that making women feel beautiful wouldn't cost me anything, nor, would it, uh, uh, nor did it have to be as laborious as being a stylist was. That was hard work, a lot of hard work. That was bad feet and a shoulder that I'm fighting with through the night right now <laughs> as a result of it, right? And so I said all of that to say, we have ideas. Many are the plans of a man in his own heart. But God, God himself already has your life mapped out, which is why I say the scripture, Psalms 139 um, and 16, so frequently. When you start to realize that every single day is already written out for your life, that all you have to do is come into agreement with it, that agreement takes you from um, living a life of being existent into actually living. I am living today. Today, I'm alive. Today, I get to move around, but it came through much travail. And the question you have to ask yourself is, are you ready for out or are you comfortable with the systems? Are you comfortable um, with the processes that keep you stuck and bound? Are you comfortable with those feeling moments, with those limitations? You don't have to live like that. All you ever have to do is agree with heaven and stop trying to control your outcome. With that being said, listen, Rochelle, you can start unmuting, folks. We'll go ahead and walk into um, our second phase of greeting. 
you may have joined the call a little bit late. You didn't have an opportunity to say good morning. Um, we want to greet you, especially if there are any new callers. Please don't hesitate to share where you're calling from and let us know who invited you to the call. We'll do that first. Are there any new callers this morning? And I'm going to give it a second and let um, Rochelle finish unmuting folks. Any new callers? Good morning. I did say good morning. My name is Denise, and I call her Coco, but you call her Dee Dee. But Amen. the beautiful Coco invited me, and I'm so blessed to be here yes. with you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Amen. you. Hey, Denise. Well, welcome. 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 <laughs> Absolutely happy to have you. God bless you, and I pray that you would come back and hang out with us in our um, super dope session that we call Love, Life, and Victory, where we have a question and answer session, and I pray that it, it answers some of your heart's questions, and I pray that you keep coming back and that you grow in your faith. Amen. Welcome again. Amen. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Any additional new callers? Anybody? <laughs> Uh oh, it it I hear somebody speaking, but you're you're extremely faint, so maybe you need to adjust your phone. Yep, no, you sound you sound like you're in a tunnel. <laughs> I'm sorry. It maybe if you're on speaker, maybe take it off speaker. And then while while she's establishing that, is there in, any additional new callers you'd like to say good morning? And and it's it's not a mandate or anything like that. It's just an invitation. Amen. Amen. Were you able to adjust your phone, sis? Okay. If not, um, again, this is the time we have set aside. If you called in a little bit late, didn't get an an opportunity to say good morning, now's your time. Good morning, good morning. Pretty. Hey, pretty. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Anybody good morning. Else? Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Let freedom ring. Let freedom ring. <laughs> Amen. Freedom. Freedom can come to your house at any given time. All you got to do is be ready. Leslie, Daddy Sleep. Hey, Amen. Anybody good morning, else? Hey, hey, good, good morning, morning everybody. Good morning, hey. it's Marquila. Hey, Marquila girl. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Sister Lisa. Happy Thursday. Hey, hey, hey. hey, Happy hey. Thursday. God morning. bless you. <laughs> bless you back. Anybody yeah. else? Thank you for that great decoration. Amen. Good morning, Mother. Blessings to you, and and it's our pleasure. I heard I heard uh, some testosterone. Who was that? I heard a man. <laughs> Amen. This is me. Says good morning, it's Brother Al. Happy Thursday. Hey, Brother Al. Good morning. Happy Thursday <laughs> to you, sir. I love how you said that. I heard a man. Hey, I heard Mark. Hey, Mark. Good morning. <laughs> 
Good morning. Good morning, it's Denise. Hey, Denise, good morning. Good morning, morning. this is Georgia. Hey, Georgia, Georgia. Good morning, this is Topaz. Hey, Topaz girl, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my doula, Shell. Hey, Shell girl. Morning, it's Gigi. Hi, G. Good morning. Morning. Good morning, Saints. This is Leisha. Hey, Leisha. Good morning. Come good on, morning. come on. Who else? Right hey, Sanaje girl. Who else? Good morning, it's Mary. Hey, Mary, good morning. Good morning, Pastor Dion. Good morning, Sunshine. Anybody else? Good morning, Good morning, Persistent. Good morning, tonight's peace. God bless you. Good morning. God bless you right back. Amen. If there be no more good mornings, we can walk right on into our love. Hey there, Brother E. Good morning. Love you. Love you more. Good morning. It's Elsie. Hi, Elsie. Good morning. Amen. We can walk right into the discussion. Do we have any questions, comments, commentary? Anybody, anybody, anybody? Dion, this is Diane. You gave a a reference to Joshua, but I didn't get uh, the number. Okay. Well, let me tell you. Hold on one second. I think it was 16. Let me double check. Uh, It was, yep. No, Joshua 6 and 26 was the reference. And okay. then the the, um, okay. the counter scripture to that is 1 Kings 16. Okay, I got that one. Okay. Thank you. My pleasure. Yeah, can you repeat that, please? Sorry. Sure. It, it was uh, Joshua 6 and 26. And then the the response scripture or the actual words coming to manifestation was first Kings sixteen. Thank you. My pleasure. Hey B. Yes. Let me share this real quick. The kids are coming in, but I wanna say with this teaching this month and even last month, so you guys all know Tanya really opened it up for me when she talked about Carl's passing and that whole thing, and you know how um, to choose joy, how the Lord gave her a word. So this last week, Tanya, it's like, oh, I don't know how to word it. She came by the school, and she left me a card, right? I wasn't here. Usually I'm here, make a long story short. But in the card, it was when she purchased it um, around when Stephanie passed. Bob, you know my niece Stephanie passed away. And so I'm just saying, I like to say that it lined up. And so it just makes sense to me this morning because Tanya didn't know that 
even though she had bought the card when Stephanie passed, the timing was perfect because she brought it on the day before I was due to go sit with Stephanie's parents, who I hadn't seen since the memorial. And so what Tanya wrote in the card, thank you. When I got there, Stephanie's dad, Owen, repeated some of the things that Tanya and I talked about. And even when Tanya said about the joy and how if we're not careful, grief will take us out. So I just want to share with y'all to really line up with the word of God because, beyond like you said, if something comes to your mind, it might not be for that day, it might be the next day or whatever, but but yield to it and do what you're what you're led by the Holy Spirit, if that makes sense, because y'all know how I have dealt with grief. But what Tanya did and Stephanie's dad did was freed me up so that I know how to deal with it and I'm not doing selfish suffering. So I just wanted to say that it, it all makes sense. I hope I'm not rambling, but it all makes sense. So I'm just so grateful that it's like a light is coming on. And being how you're so unbothered, I'm starting to be that way too because things are going to happen to where we can't move. We can't even know what to say. But if you tap in, you'll get it. So, sis, I love you. Thank you too. You guys are dynamic this morning. I just wanted to share that. Tanya, I love you. Amen. I love you more, Demetriano. Good morning, Krishanda. I enjoyed the dynamic duel this morning, um, and I'm enjoying this teaching. But what I really wanted to just say this morning, how delighted, how full my heart is to hear the sisterhood, to hear the love between you two. To hear the writer, I mean, you guys always talk about it, but you can hear it. You can feel it. It's palatable. Um, And the freedom. So God bless you guys. God bless you. Love you. Amen. Amen. Listen, liberty is a good look. I would trade it for anything. Yeah. 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 It, it, It looks good and it feels good and it's genuine and you can have it. Yeah. You can have it. Um, uh, yeah, I just thank you, Krishanda. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Good morning. Wait, Dion. hold on one second. Hold, hold on one second. I hear a male voice. Who was that? This is your brother. Your, this is Marcus. Um, I was going to say, is that Marcus? Two, That's what I yeah. thought. <laughs> hey. <laughs> to my hey, two you. favorite people in the whole wide world. Marcus! Marcus! <laughs> We had loved that you. We had loved that you more and first. So there. <laughs> I gotta say, I was thoroughly, thoroughly just tuned in. I was, I was putting my clothes in the washing machine and, you know, doing some work around the house this morning, which I don't normally do, but I made it a point. I'm gonna get on today. But let me tell you what really, really impacted me about what you said. I think it was Tanya that said, um, "There's a system to this." And there's a way that things work. And what really, like, like jarred my, my spirit was thinking about how sometimes people look at you, just in general, look at us, and they see, oh, you being blessed, and they get jealous. But, but we need to understand, don't trip off of them jealous folks, because all the, if they understood the system and how things work, they could have the same results. I don't know. That's, 
that's what hit me. I was just like, man, I don't have, and even myself, I don't have to be jealous of folks. I don't have to look at somebody and say, I want to be like them. No, I just need to follow the system. I just need to do what it says. I need to legislate on my own, and God can bless me even more than I've ever been blessed before. So thank you for everything you shared today. Marcus, you hit the nail on Mm -hmm. the head. You really, Mm -hmm. really did. Um, There's nothing (laughs) – sometimes Dion and I would laugh about people and their jealousy. You know, you can tell when on Facebook when people are throwing off um, and different different things. You know, Marcus, testimony service (laughs) was real good for people throwing off on other people, right? And what I mean by throwing off, um, I don't know what the slang is for it, but – you know, you indirectly, <laughs> you indirectly make comments about somebody rather than going to them directly to say what it is that you need to say or whatever. And so um, sometimes we think, you know, people are jealous of someone's lifestyle. You have no idea what it took for them to get to that point. You have no idea the level of suffering. You have no idea the level of pain. You have no idea, no idea the level of discipline. It's not like God is a genie in a bottle. We rub him. Thank you, Jesus. 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 576 and a half times for you to right. get what it is. No, 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 no. Oh, who said we got to suffer? The Bible, Jesus said it. You got to take up your cross like I, he had to take up his. But there's always reward on the other side. There's reward. Right. If you're faithful to God, he doesn't leave you in a state. Very, And all of our trials, all of our things that happen to us don't all come from the devil. Some of it is mm-hmm. self-induced. Uh, Some of it is God moving us from one phase to another. Right. And if you understand the process and the system, you'll know that. And you'll know the difference. Right. But it takes it takes you investing some time in your, so this is your personal walk with, with God. This is your mm-hmm. personal relationship. You have the advantage of some people who have gone through some things, and both of us, what our crazy selves said, I'm willing to live my life out loud. Girl, uh, what was you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that crazy statement? Listen, what I do, I remember God, it. God, I, I remember I remember you saying, I, I ain't doing all of that. I was like, well, you, you will see. Dion, I can't believe you said that out loud. I, can't, I couldn't help it. It was like some, somebody took hold of my tongue and spit it out. And then I yeah, said, oh, and this became, listen, it just became a lifestyle. Yeah. And I don't care what you but that's, mm-hmm. that's yeah. what happens when you start to get free from people. That's what happens when you start to legislate. I don't care what nobody thinks. You don't know what it cost me to get here. Let me let me help you. Everything. Everything. It costs me everything. All of me. Listen, and I'm it's still waiting. not done. It ain't free. Mm-mm, still ain't no. free. Still got some, some stuff to do. I know we could go on and on and on. What uh, yeah. is there anybody who wants to say sorry? I got lost. Thank you for sharing, Marcus. We love you. Absolutely. Glad to have and, you and that morning. word is throwing shade. The current one is throwing shade. That part. Oh, I was oh okay. Okay. Right. Hello, Sister Lisa. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Hold on one second, Sister Lisa. Okay. Cynthia, you go then, Sister Lisa. Okay. Go, go ahead, Cynthia. I'm good. She can go. Okay, go ahead, Lisa. 
Yes, yes. Thank you guys so much for, I am realizing that, you know, I used to be, I was the one that was jealous because people, you know, I looked at people, they know the word, but you said so much is that I don't know their walk. I don't know what it took for them to get there. So that uh, turned my focus to look at God through my process and that what he has for me, he going to give to me. He going to give me the word as long as I keep reading and spending time with him. But thank you so much because that was me. Hey, hey, why I can't get like they got, you know? No, no, because I don't know. And she just said it. You don't know what it took for them to get there. Um, and they're spending time with God. And uh, yeah, at first I wasn't reading. And now I'm reading every morning. And I'm reading every all day. I just don't read one time. I'm not reading it, but trying to understand what it's saying to me for my life. So I thank you so much. And then my granddaughter went to the hospital last night. I woke up at 12 o'clock. She's uh, 15. And she said, Grandma, I feel like I'm not my like I'm out of my body. And her blood pressure was way up and her heart rate was real high. So um, they said she has anxiety and they wanted to put her on medication. No, no, she was going to pray. And I started praying with her and pleading the blood of Jesus over her and that you're going to be fine, but you need to pray and you need to ask God to cover you with his blood and the angels all around you and you need sleep. And so I'm just learning how to not panic. And now I used to be a mess before I started this call. I love you guys so much for it. For, you know, giving me strength and encouraging me to keep going no matter what it looks like to keep my eyes on the Lord. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, girl. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, man. Anybody else? Good morning. It's Destiny. <laughs> this hey, Destiny. Good morning. Good morning. So the Holy Spirit has been reminding me to grieve what I had in mind, but not only that, surrender, and he will give me the system to go forth. So just right on time. So thank you. Yay. That's what's up. Kiss my JC. <laughs> Good stuff. I like it. I like it. See, if, 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 you, could, if you could just, like, for real catch that freedom is right here. Like, for real, freedom is, is sitting right at your door. It's waiting for you to say, yeah, I'll, I'll receive that. Legislating will teach you how to have the capacity to receive. We're so used to trying to be everybody's savior and solvent and all the different stuff. We fool around and miss the opportunity to receive the grace of God that gives us the liberty to operate in and operate from. We operate from victory not from victimhood. It's a decision. It's you know a what decision. else is a decision? Um, go ahead. Go ahead. You know no, what else no, is no. a decision? Um, so mm-hmm. let me remind you of something else. Do you remember, um, I think it was 2016. No, no, it must have been 2017. Um, remember when you said, um, well, we I don't know how we got on the subject, but praying for ourselves versus asking or believing God for things for ourselves versus others. Now, I, if somebody had a need or needed somebody to help pray for them or what have you because they were believing God for something, I'm your girl. I'm believing God with you. I'm standing in faith with you. I'm going to fast and pray with you. But when it came down to me. <laughs> Anybody praying for came, yourself? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
and somebody I don't know how you to do that. Ask the question, what, what would you ask God for? What, what do you, um, you know, to bless my children that, no, 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 no. For like you. you. What? Oh. Uh, Me? I deserve something. That part. Yeah. Feeling yeah. unworthy and feeling Low like self you don't deserve. Low self worth, and so we need to understand that um, part of we don't need to do anything. Part of the liberty is getting to the point where you understand you have a right, not just a right, a right. You have a legal right to so many things, but if we don't do the work necessary to understand what those legal rights are, i.e., legislation. As much as yep. God loves us and as much as he wants to bless us, it ain't happening. Until you change your mind. Until you change your mind and you incorporate the system, the processes that he has in place. If you don't believe there are processes, let me ask you this. How did you get saved? Is it because the preacher baptized you? Is it because you went to some classes? Or was there a process of uh, confessing and believing. That's a that's a whole system. Yeah, it is. Yeah, sure. that's a system. That's a system. Mhm. Yeah. E- everything is a system. Yeah. Every e- listen, laws, principles, and precepts. They are all at work in the earth. The world culture uses kingdom processes and out prospers believers because we refuse to believe come on sis on a regular basis they out they listen they outdo us in business they outdo us in marriage they outdo us in raising their children with our system because we refuse to learn the system and this is the part. We are entitled to effortless victories as sons of God, not gender posture, not gender position. Our inheritance is sitting in the law office. There are wills and testaments out on your behalf, and you refuse to show up at the attorney's office to hear what has been betrothed to you. The attorney's office is this this word of God that we have to use to adjudicate on our behalf. All you got to do is know what's in the will. When you know what's in the will and you know that it is legally yours, you stop begging and you start expecting. Kings, queens, princes, and princesses don't go get their car washed. They send somebody to do it. They expect that it be done. You got to know who you are in the spirit. You will not know that if you don't study the word for yourself. You do not have to live a bound life. You do not have to work extra hard at being good. You cannot. But what you can do is receive his love. You can receive his grace. And after a while, who you are in nature in character and behavior, the more his light becomes your portion. The more you give him permission, 
to light up every dark place in your heart, the purer your intentions are, the less you are driven by your motives, your agenda, your objective, you give yourself permission to grieve the idea of what you had in mind, which is always going to be beneath the privilege that you have as a right, as a son. All you got to do is say, okay, God, what is it that you have for me? Teach me how to receive. It is extremely important. Hey, extremely important. Oh. Go ahead. I had a thought, but before I'm, I make the comment, is there anybody else who had a question or a comment or um, what have you? We don't want to make it a just about she and I talking. Is there anybody before I make a comment? Okay. Um, I wanted to say hey, this on. is Lisa. Oh. Oh. Hey, Lisa. I don't have no comment. Y'all talking good this morning. That's all I want to say. <laughs> Oh. Man, this is good. Yeah, this is real good. Oh, I, um, I know people are being blessed. This is just amazing. So God is so amazing. Love y'all. Love you more. Love you, love you, love you. I like you too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, she does. So <laughs> I like you too. <laughs> um, I wanted to go back. I wanted to touch on my statement about experience. I'm not, this is a true story. I went to, I joined fitness, uh, 24 hour fitness and, um, you know, they have trainers there that will help you to, um, uh, learn how to use the equipment, what have you. And there was this person there that was significantly overweight and they had on, um, you know, they had on their exercise, uh, gear and everything. And they were walking around with clipboards. I said, girl, if you try to tell me anything about some exercise and then get me in shape, I'm going to rebuke the devil. Don't don't talk to me. The devil. Because you the ho- How you going How you going to tell me? You not. about? And then I thought, well, maybe she was, you know, she looked like she about 250, 275 pounds right now. Maybe she was 500 pounds. I don't know. And she's, she's, but I would, I need you to wear your before and after picture <laughs> around your neck. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I don't want to hear anything you have to say. It, it's, the, it's the same thing. So it's the same thing to me when it comes down to, um, I, I, when it comes, theory is, you know, in some cases, theory is cool, but it makes a whole lot more sense to me if you got theory and experience, especially when it comes down to this word. I'm not interested in your opinion. We're talking about life or death right here. Mm-hmm. When it comes down I'm to the world. Yeah. And you telling me about well, see, if you tried if you tried this formula here. Now has that worked for you? Well, you know. For... <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not listening. So so for the people who she just offended, because I'm sure she did, let me let me explain something. If you can't govern and and this this just real stuff. And and we've offended people many times. So, sometimes you need people that are around you that will just be honest. And, and everybody carries their stuff differently. For some people, 250 pounds is nice and balanced. I don't know. But let me let me tell you what I know is that when you can't rule your stomach, you struggle with ruling your will, period. You struggle with discipline. 
period. Mm-hmm. You struggle with setting boundaries, period. There's, that's not an argument. That's a reality. Now, let me tell you how I know. I, I struggled with my weight for years and years. I'm not hot-siding. We ain't acting funny, right? Then after a while, you choose to live. It's just like learning how to operate from a place of legislation. Then you learn how to discipline yourself to change your outcomes. So now the struggle that I had with my weight was more about my emotions and my will than it was about food. So know that 90% of the time, even when people struggle with weight challenges, it has nothing to do with food. It has everything to do with emotion, feelings, communication. Things are out of whack. Don't nobody just wake up and want to be uncomfortable, for real. So we're not saying it to be funny. But the truth is, if you don't have discipline in a certain area, don't try to teach me because I'm not listening to you, period. I don't mean no harm. If, if you it has to be honest, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Can you, you said that um, people who are oftentimes struggling in that area is not necessarily the food. It is. Uh, can you repeat that, please? The emotion. Most of most of the time, it's it's not the food at all. Food is a symptom, or weight, heavy weight, is a symptom of deeper things. It is an it is either an emotional imbalance. Um, it is a, a disciplinary, it, it, it has something to do with emotion. I know for me, I struggled with abandonment and rejection so bad that food was my comfort. For some people, it's because they're single. Food becomes your companion. For other people, it's because you're lonely. Food becomes your companion. It, it's not the food. It is the feeling. It is almost, well, I won't even say almost. And if Gloria was on the phone, she could kind of testify. You start healing. The more I healed, the easier it was to discipline myself with regard to portions or um, working out or making active decisions not to eat what I know does not serve me for the distance. These bodies have a, a time span on them. And the reality is the more weight you carry, the more challenges you face. It is not God's will for us not to take care of our bodies. It, it, it is legislating will help you with the discipline you need to govern your weight accordingly because you've got a life to live and a purpose Dion. to feel. Yeah. So I, I'm going to have to step in. I'm enjoying you guys. I, I don't know why I'm thinking of Lucy and Ethel. I love you, too. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> That's good. I, like I love you, too. I'm, I'm just <laughs> loving what I'm hearing right now. Um, with just uh, I've always loved you guys, your relationship. Uh, but when you start talking about the food, you know, I'm going to have to step in. Um, and it's so true. It's so, so true. Um, I thank God, like, um, you know, he just takes you and I, I, that's where I am right now. I'm so, I, that's not, that, I'm going in a, such a better way. I've lost six pounds um, already. I'm just staying focused. And it is that, um, you know, you were talking about struggling with boundaries and um, the food. And pe- we don't talk about that a lot on this call. We, you know, we'll talk about, you know, some other things that people are dealing with. And it's all, I think, you know, if it's food, if it's, 
you know, anything, it's kind of related to something. But I think the eating part um, can be a very big thing. And I just thank God how he, sometimes he'll move things around to, you know, let you know it's time. For me, it was the pandemic and just getting into a bad uh, habit. It used to be a habit for me to work out. Well, I'm making that a habit again. <laughs> it used to be a habit for me to just watch my food, my intake. Well, that's I'm making that a habit again. So God is helping me with that, and I will get to where I want to be. Um, and I'm glad that you we're talking about that. So I'm enjoying the discussion, and um, I just love your relationship, yours and Sister Tanya, not Tanya. Have a blessed day. Very good. I like yeah, I, I like to say something as a man. Um, that is so Go true. Um, I'm, I'm a bad witness. It's like a, it's like an emotional battle because you eat to comfort whatever is hurting, and so you, it's like a hiding place. So I just thank you for opening that up because it's very serious and it's very detrimental for us, especially us African Americans. Um, it's a very serious disease. And the battle really is not ours. And truly, you're right on the nail, sister, is that when we surrender to that and we reclaim back, we get reclaim back those boundaries, you are reclaiming back discipline because you are legislating what your body is going to take. Absolutely. Legislating what you're going to take. Because if it's not for you, you're not going to take it. You know, you want to be pouring into the spirit of goodness, you're going to pour the spirit. It's like we get into this word of God. Same thing, you know, you making an investment of time. We're making an investment of time to get up early in the morning at 6 o'clock to get on this call. We're making an investment to be on the call to get into the Word of God for ourselves. So, therefore, we need to take that step and invest in our bodies, a.k.a. our temple, because it's a reference to God. He's saying, hey, I've given you this body as a temple. Now, you take care of it. Absolutely. Thank you, sister. God bless. This is the humble house. Yeah, that's, so, that's. Go ahead, sis. Oh, I was going to say, First Corinthians um, six nineteen says, "What <laughs> know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own." Now, um. You know, um, whether we make it about weight or not, I mean, it's anything. The weight, weight, um, pounds and weight in spiritual heaviness, whatever. Our body is a temple of God, and we want to be careful what we, uh, we, what we put in our bodies. You don't have to be no size six. You don't have to be no size ten. It's not even about that. I don't want to be that. But healthy. it's about he- being healthy, healthy and exercising a certain amount of discipline. You know, nobody's saying you can't have McDonald's every now and then. Um, nobody is saying you can't have, you know, if you're going to sin and go to hell because you had, you know, a Krispy Kreme donut, you know, or whatever the case may be. That's that's not the – and those are just, those are choices that we make, um, you know, to, to eat foods that clearly scientific studies show that um, we have a propensity to certain cultures have a propensity diabetes might run in our family it's not because it's genetic it's because of the fried chicken and the other starchy foods that we eat and lack of exercise and we can can reverse so many things you know this could go in a whole different direction but if your desire if your desire is to lose weight if your desire is to be free of whatever 
there is a system in place. I'm telling this system that we legislating mm-hmm. will answer, will, is the solution to whatever is going on. Understanding the yeah. system. And it's going to take a minute. I don't want you to be frustrated. I don't want you to feel like it's overwhelming. I don't want you to feel intimidated by it. Um, I mean, you, you might, but I'm just saying, get press past that is what, really what I'm trying to say. Because I felt intimidated. I felt like, oh, my God. Listen, I'm, you guys, I'm 62 years old. There are things that I'm still learning. And I'm thankful that I'm at a place where I'm willing to learn, though. I haven't mm-hmm. shut down. I want to know so that I can know it for myself, so that I can teach it to others, especially mm-hmm. my children and their children's children. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Amen. Yeah, God. Yeah, God wants us Amen. to be. He wants to have. He wants us to have access to everything that He created for us. Not creating right now. To the fullest, like the real, live it all the way out. All the way. Listen, He came that we might have life and life more abundantly. Can you do me a favor, you guys? Today, can you do this? Can you on your own? Can you define the word full, F-U-L-L, and can you define the word abundant? And then I want you to read the scripture, Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. The power that works within us. You don't have to do this by yourself. If you try things why serve an all powerful God and live a powerless life? I don't pray over and over again and never experience (laughs) the manifestation of your prayers being answered. Why bother? Why would you do that? Especially know. if you have access to walking experientially in the authority, look, by the power wherewith we were saved. It's for you. And the enemy will have you low-level thinking, feeling like you don't deserve it, feeling like you don't have the capacity, feeling like you got limitations. Well, I, this morning, I declare by the authority given me as a son of the Most High God that limitations be broken off of your life on today, that that deaf and dumb spirit that will keep you bound and in places of complacency and accepting whatever the enemy throws at you and glorifying the devil as opposed to walking in authority and power and declaring and decreeing to the enemy that this is your life. This is the only life that you'll ever get. This is not a dress rehearsal. This is not a mulligan. You are the righteousness of God right now with your imperfect self. He loves you enough to kick down doors for you. He loves you enough to give you the desires of your heart right now. His grace is sufficient for all things. There's nothing horrible and awful that you've done that would take away his grace. You can't make yourself righteous. He, Jesus, is our righteousness. And he's seated at the right hand of the Father, and he's waiting for you to come to him with confidence. According to the word of God, it's written of you. It's not just for everybody else. It's not just for everybody else. You have a legal right as a son 
to make your petitions, make your requests known unto God. You have a legal right to that. You, yep, you. You, 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 with your imperfect, raggedy sometimes selves. Listen, I'm, I'm still, I got raggedy moments, and I love Jesus desperately. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll be like, uh, you know, in my, in my head, my thought life. But by the grace of God, every day, I'm encouraged. Every day, mm-hmm. when I find myself slipping off, I know that I can use my words to reestablish the boundaries. Not today, Satan, casting down every false imagination, every high thing of God. I mean, every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of Christ. When the enemy comes in like a flood, God will lift up a standard against him. That's not what my mama told me. That's written in my heart. And that came from the process, the system. You learn the word so you can activate the word in your life when the enemy attempts to throw, throw you off. You have authority over him. He don't run nothing. He is an empty mouth liar. He don't even have no teeth. Oh, 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 I got one, sis. Hey, D. Come on, come on. Oh, go ahead. It was two people. Hey. It, was Tony, it was Didi and then Tony. I think that was Tony. Yes, ma'am. Okay. This is Didi. I was just going to say, Dion and Tanya, thank you. Don't allow enemies to also come to you out of your health because it has to be a lifestyle. Don't compare your journey with anyone else because that's how a lot of people get stuck because you may not feel like it. There is a spirit of laziness, just be, keeping it real, that will come up on us. We can overstuff ourselves in the Word and all that stuff, but you got to get up and move because I tell you what, my journey ain't like Tans or Dion's or anybody else's or Pam's. It's like my own. We're not all built the same, but if you just strengthen yourself and when things come at you, your body will be strong to fight off this stuff. So it's not just about being a size two or anything like that. It's about being healthy because if your body is strong, so is your mind. It can be that way. So you have to get it in your head. And no matter what happens, be accountable to yourself. Get in your own mirror. Even if you have a, a trainer or not, if you go to a gym or not, you can walk. You can sit in a chair and do exercises. My thing is do something while you can because there will come a time when you wish you could move. So I don't want anybody to be discouraged or think that they have to, you know, to compare anybody's workout. No, get something for yourself while you can because I'm telling you, it's for your own good. You can get fat off the word, but you got to do it mind, body, and soul. So I just want to share that. Thank you, Didi. Go ahead, Tony. Good morning. Good morning. Thank God for another day just to be alive and to tell him thank you on this morning. I've been laughing ever since I got on the line with you all. You all are so funny. Um, I thank God on this morning for the word because I remember Kathy LaFleur said, um, I think it was last week, she said, just like God has the master key, we we hold the master key. And we have a right and a reason to get up every morning and determine, determine what kind of day that we're going to have. We can't let people disturb our day or come in our lives and change the way we live, move, and have our beings. So I thank God for the word. You got to remember when you change that mind, then the body will change. But it starts in the mind. We got to transform that mind. And then we have the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. But if we don't listen to it, then he's not going to force himself on us, neither is God. So I thank God for the word because he keeps us and he settles us. And you all talked about death and you talked about weight. Sometimes when people like um, Pastor um, 
Dion said this morning uh, about the weight. I don't think you offended anybody. You were just saying what does said the Lord and teaching the unadulterated gospel. So if they were offended, it was because they didn't want to, they don't want to change. But many times when people have weight problems, as women, we're going through menopause. So I laughed about that when you said about the weight offending people. But, you know, we go through changes. Our body go through changes. So you have to just pay attention and listen. Amen. That's it. Um, does anybody else have a comment? The uh, the uh, that or a question? I have something theory without experience versus someone who has the experience with a theory. Yeah. When you understand the um the blessing that having the experience is, it causes you to change your perspective on uh what you're going through when you're having storms and hardships and not having that posture of uh lamenting and self pity that um is easy to have. And instead realizing that God entrusts you with the experience um, so that you can have a deeper level of knowing who he is beyond theory. So, yeah. 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 Yep. Good stuff. Brother Al? Yeah, I was just going to say in the correlation to uh, weight, but also in the sense of uh, spiritual sense, because we, you say we go through changes when we lose weight and gain weight. We go through changes when we uh, grow spiritually. So sometimes we can add unnecessary weight spiritually, and sometimes we can take it away because that's what he wants us to do. And when he say he'll take on our burdens, so he's a burden carrier. He wants to relinquish that weight. He wants to relinquish all that heaviness. So um, we don't have to be weighted down uh, unnecessarily. As you said, we can choose not to carry those weights. We can choose not to be burdened down. Amen. Just, just, just a real quick. On the heels of that, I wanna, I wanna make a, a, a prophetic declaration. What you'll start to notice is when you start to relinquish yourself of the weight that you've been carrying, keeping in mind that the Word of God says, "Cast your cares on Him, for He careth for you." When you start to get rid of, um, lay aside every weight that so easily beset you. You got to understand that for real, there is a coalition between the natural and the spiritual. I'm telling you, 90% of the time, the weight has nothing to do with you being greedy. It has everything to do with you being broken. Mm. There's a broken system. There is a way that you think that tells you that this is your comfort, that this Mm. is your safe space that this is going to be helpful. And especially for folks, and listen to what I'm saying, and let the conviction of the Holy Spirit rest on you. You're dealing with diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, um, diverticulosis, all of it, right? You have a right to live a healthy life. It is a decision, 
and there is a system for freedom. You just, you got to know your rights. You don't have to live like that. Don't nobody want to take high blood pressure medicine forever. Don't nobody want to keep uh, taking insulin, R and RN. Don't nobody feel like doing that. There is something in the back of your mind, and I'll, I'll relate it to me and my cigarette addiction before I got free. There was something in my mind that would not allow me to be well in the area of not self-sabotaging. Our health is the same. It's no different. It's just a different symptom. It's just a different outcome. So this ain't being judgmental. This not. I don't care about none of that. But for real, there is, when you start getting healed, when you start changing your mindset, your body responds and everybody sees it. Everybody knows when you're not well emotionally, mentally, when there's something that you still not giving yourself permission to let go of, it sometimes manifests in uh, uh, the form of extra excess weight. It really does. And you shouldn't feel bad about it, but you should change it because we need you to live. You can't fulfill your purpose if you're sick. You can't. You, 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 can't. <laughs> you don't give yourself permission to. That's all. And Dion. Dion, I was just going to add on to that. Um, I probably will not talk about this that much again because I know me, the way I work is I do better just not talking about it, not thinking about it, just doing it. So I will not talk about this that much, about what, what you know, my walk. I'm in a very good place with that. Um, it just feels so much better. Like what Didi was saying, it's hard to get started, um, but, like, I just noticed a difference in the past couple of weeks just working out more like I have more energy you, feel better. you, you hear yeah. it you hear it but it still doesn't really make sense when you you know been, I've been stuck in a pandemic for two years you know I was a gym rat before but just the past couple of weeks and God will rearrange things to help you and for me I don't do good with talking about it to people and like they might want to say what they want to you know I just need to just do it like and so I won't talk about that much but I'm just want to just um, whoever's listening you got this. It's just, a, it's, I think the hardest part is starting, getting back into it. Um, so I just pray that this blesses somebody. I, I'm just so thankful for the conversation. Okay, that's all. Hey, um, thank you, Pam. Thank you. Um, I, I appreciate your sound. I appreciate your growth. Um, I appreciate knowing where you were and where you come from. I, I just, I'm so godly proud of you. I'm, I'm so godly proud of your consistency and even when you make comments and sometimes you think that you're, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, yes, you're always making sense. I just, I just, I just love um, having been able to witness your transformation and to hear, hear the change in your sound. It's just so exciting. And that, that's what Declare Victory is all about, is not offending people. I, I, I'm, I, I'm a, I, I'm not the type of person who offends people. Just I don't have nothing better to do, so I'm gonna say some things that that offend people. That's that's not me. My, and um, I want to, if I did offend somebody, I want to apologize. But it was not directed at weight at all about anybody that might be struggling with their weight. Notice my statement was, if you are somebody that works at a gym, that's your job, it's your profession, and you want to try to tell me how to lose weight, and you clearly have some issues demonstrating to me that you have a lack of discipline. So how can your system probably possibly work if, if it hasn't worked for you? That's that's where that was. 
Um, does anybody, I want to, I want to give you an example of using legislation. Um, if nobody else has a comment or a question this real is, quick before this, we wrap it up. Hey, this is Gloria. I just want to, um, just to affirm that when the, when the emotional baggage comes off and the weight comes off, there's a staying that God actually ha has given for me. I talk about me th that he's given where even as I still have other things that God is delivering me from, that way, that issue is a settled issue. So thanks be to God. The weight has not come back. The weight is not coming back. And um, I'm looking forward to even more emotional and physical weight coming off. So that's it. I'm going on the mute. <laughs> Thank you, Gloria. I, I watched it happen. And it did not take much time. Gloria, Gloria, can I ask a question on the heels of that? Um, mm -hmm. Is it safe to assume that you even changed some, some eating habits or you may have incorporated some type of body movement? Is it safe to I have I have changed some I have changed some eating habits and I have I had I hadn't been in the last really month. But I had started doing, um, getting up, and we had, in our reset session, we were getting up and doing, like, five minutes of running in place and praying in, in place, and, and that is what um, was the physical movement that I, that I was doing. And, so, you know, the you know it, I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I thought you were finished. Go ahead. The, the physical, the absolute physical movement is necessary. It is necessary, even as God is doing the healing process. And and while they, you know, everybody may not be in, in the, might not have the ability to work five, walk five, six miles a day. Whatever it is that you can do to move, they've got. You can do sit in a chair in the house and do some movement, but just move and allow Holy Spirit because Holy Spirit is moving, but the body has to be made to subject to come into to, to subjection to the Word of God as well as what he's doing with us emotionally. So, yeah, there, they, there's been a definite change in eating habits and stuff I realize I can't process, that my body don't like, I can't do it. So thanks be to God, those are our disciplines that are set in place, and, and it's working. Thank you for sharing that, Gloria. I remember one time, this was a couple of years ago or something, you, you testified that the enemy tried to kill you in the middle of the night and you related it to something that you had eaten. I think it was some pork rinds or something. And it was late at night and you ate them and you felt, do you remember that? Do you remember testifying about that? I do. I remember testifying about it. I remember, well, I had the surge, I had had surgery prior to coming on Declare Victory because of some medical issues that I had um, that as a result of you're really just not taking care of my body. And I had to have the surgery because those medical issues were taking away my life. And so the eating the pork rinds, even after having had the surgery, because that, now that, 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 thank you, Holy Spirit, that connects with making sure that you stay connected. Because I ate the pork rinds, not recognizing that they were going to, that they were going to try to regurgitate. But I know my esophagus don't work the way normally quote unquote is supposed to work so i can't do that kind of stuff i can't eat late at night and lay, then lay right lay right back down on it 
can't do it. Thank you for that. Don't work. Thank you. Mm-hmm. My my only point in raising that and having somebody else talk about it. My only point in raising that is, is that as you begin to change systems, whether it is changing your diet, whether it is changing the people that you hang around or doing certain things, as you begin to make changes based upon the legislation that you've made and the instructions that you've been given, because you know the court, <laughs> the court will give you instructions. You you, you realize that, right? You he will be mm-hmm. the court. And in this, in the court, in this instance, yeah. I'm talking about I'm talking about the natural. Court will give mm-hmm. you instructions. I'm also talking mm-hmm. about Hana Thank you, God. I'm talking about the spiritual court, spiritual and that, that court, being yeah. God, the just judge. He'll give us instructions, right? And so we have a choice. Mm-hmm. We can, in the natural court, when the judge gives us instructions, uh, we can make a choice not to listen. Guess what? There are going to be consequences. It ain't it ain't punishment. It's consequences because you made a conscious decision. Not to understand the instructions, and if you, I mean, excuse me, not to uh, fulfill the instructions. If you don't understand the instructions, it's your responsibility to get an understanding. Whether it's from a paralegal, your attorney, whoever, it's your responsibility to get an understanding. And so we have the same um, responsibilities here as it comes to our relationship and our pursuit of Jesus Christ. This is not Amen. about a religion. This is not about um, rules and rituals. None of that. It's not about a denomination. It's not about any of that. It's about man. Relationship. Relationship. Period. Relationship. Relationship changes your outcome, but they can only change them if you're willing, for real, to agree with heaven. Your agreement with heaven is the difference right up in here. You can do whatever you want to do. The Bible says this, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And especially for the culture of the African-American church, we center everything around food. That's, that's almost illegal. It's a mentality, though. It has to happen in your mind first. Listen, I was in Florida at this, at, at this event, this last event that I worked. After service at 12, 31 o'clock in the morning, they had food for the guests, for the pastors and for the leaders and people that participated in the program. Honey, they went and fixed me a plate. It was macaroni and cheese with, with what we call rotel in it. That's pork, sausages, some dirty rice, and some smothered turkey necks or wings. Or I don't know what it was. Listen, oh. I, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. And I'm not, I, you know, I'm sure it was delightful. I'm sure it was great, right? I'm sure it was good. I said, honey, is y'all trying to kill us? It's 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to die. Do you have some salad somewhere? Are there some green beans anywhere? I'm not eating that at 1 o'clock in the morning. That was a decision. Just give me some bottle and sweet tea. Listen, listen, this real stuff. And we we out of place for real in the kingdom. The enemy is crafty, and y'all, you know this ain't this ain't us throwing rocks. This ain't, this not us being funny. My people perish for lack of knowledge, right? You you got to make active decisions every single day to live and not to exist. Now, mind you, literally, and and not again, not being funny. 
but I'm looking at folks 400 plus pounds, 375, like literally serving. I'm not going to yeah. die because yeah. I got hunger pains. Give me some water and I'm going to go myself to bed. This is like, in order for you, I, I have a, a, a girlfriend, I just went and hunt with, she ain't really my friend, somebody I know. You you 40 years old walking around on a cane, the devil is a liar. I'm not doing that. Not because of, of, of a fork. And, it, and, and it's I, not the devil. It's not, it's not. the devil. Yeah. <laughs> it's decision. You got to make a decision to live. Just like whether or not you choose to fight cancer. For those of you that are on diabetes, listen, deliverance happens one decision at a time. Deliverance is not always about hacking and coughing and, and uh, come out. It's, that's, not, that's not really what it is. Deliverance happens because we make effective decisions that create positive outcomes in our lives. You choose to live life to the, he said that we would come into the fullness of who he is. The fullness means healthy and well. It means the wholeness of who God is. You have to choose to do that. Who? Okay, who, who's, who's making all that noise in the background? Mute your phone for us. Mute your phone. Mute your phone. Right? You, you have to commit to your purpose. Your purpose would not have you unhealthy. Your purpose would not have you insulin dependent. Your purpose would not have you operating from a place of high blood pressure. God don't, ain't, ain't nobody sick in heaven. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Our lives should be a reflection of what the heavens are blaring about us. Yes. It's your responsibility to change your mind. It means that maybe you need to change your company. Maybe you need some new friends. If you got friends, now listen, I go out to eat all the time with my friends. All, all the time. I love amazing food, but more than amazing food, I love great atmosphere and an opportunity to be a light. But we eat very cognizantly on purpose. Daniel will immediately or ask for a box and eat from a saucer. But it's a discipline. Daniel be on this call dang near every day on the treadmill or in her room with this retarded um, you should see the mechanical lady. She looks she looks slow that she exercises with, and all you hear is beep 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 when it's time for her to start. Don't talk about my ass. I can't stand her. I'm doing I'm doing it right now. Listen, I'm I'm trying to tell y'all, and I don't care where we at. We could be in Cancun or in Dubai. That Tanya Nadine right. Alexander is gonna work out. That's right? why she got so much energy. That girl look. got energy. Okay. In real life. <laughs> right? And so I said all of that to say, for real, in order for you to fulfill your purpose, and so I pray that even this message, it's not about being overweight. It's about being overweight. It's about mm. carrying around stuff that yes. you don't have to carry. He died so we don't have to carry stuff. He died, yeah. he hung, bled, and he stayed there so that we don't have to be weighted down with the cares of this life. He died so that you could be free, so that you could be well, so that you can be whole. He's Jehovah Jireh. He died. So
so that you're be ye transformed, hallelujah, by the renewing of your mind. He died because his love for us was so great that he promised he would knock down doors for us. He went back from yes. the one. He died so that you could live from a place of victory and not of victimhood. Amen. Ain't no niece in laying up in the bed eating a gallon of uh, chocolate ice cream because you depressed. Get healed. Come on. Change your mind. Give yourself permission to be great because that's who he called you. You are the apple of God's eye. He longs to bless you. But you got to know it's for you, for real. It's not isolated to me or to Tanya. He ain't just, he didn't just die for us. It's for you. There are houses waiting on you to possess them. He said you'll live in houses that you did not build. It's up to houses, you. Houses, plural, plural, more than one house. He wasn't talking about section. No, no shade at all. He's not talking about renting. He's not talking about an apartment. If you want to live in an apartment, it's fine. He said houses. Oh. Yeah, you, baby. <laughs> Mo, get off me. I'm talking to the come on the press I'll get away. Oh, we hear you and your husband <laughs> or your boyfriend. Hello. You know it's Demaria. Eh? Oh, he think okay. we go to he th- that your boyfriend. He think, that's your boyfriend. He think we go together. He think we go okay, together. That's, that's my um, son. Yeah, that's my son. I'm still saying. I'm still saying. Hey nephew. Um Look, really the, quickly, the, because- Deontay said y'all pray for him, please. In hey, the name Deontay. of Jesus, what are we Amen. praying? Hey, love y'all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, them boys, some of them, they, they praying for me. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Right, um, consistently. Absolutely. Um, I know it's... Y'all going to church again? Past, which, huh? <laughs> uh-uh. Oh, we are past the hour, um, and, and we got to wrap it up. We could go on and on and on and on. Uh, I want to. I want to end the. I want to end the call with um, with something that is tangible for you to be able to see and and hear and understand. But before I do that, let me just see. Is there anybody else who has something that's burning? Because uh, we do have tomorrow, and we have several many. What do we got? Twenty eight more days of this? Not quite, because we're not seven days a week. But you can't. You know, we have several more weeks. Anybody else have anything that's burning? All right, going once, going twice. I don't have, so, this is this is persistent. I don't have anything that's burning. I just want to get this. This is why I'm so quiet, because I've been there, and I've lost what you're saying. And I know what you're saying is true. I was one that worked out consistently. It's not big, it's not where I used to be. I was one that had the property, and God was blessing me and blessing me. But I did not have enough. Word to stay there, and I let the enemy come in and trick me, and I made some very poor decisions, and that's okay. But now I feel stuck, and I just, I just want, I just want to get it. That's all I'm saying. I'm just, I'm quiet because I'm just want, you know, just want to cross over. I just yeah. want to get it anyway. Just, that's all. Just keep listen. Keep doing what your name is. Being persistent, and and showing up. I'm telling you, I was too. Um, I've I've lost. I've had cars. Listen, <laughs> I've had cars rep cars repossessed, um, checks garnished, um, what you call it, levies on accounts. Um, what else? Um, 
inability to find work. I'm talking about my relationship, my mar in my marriage, the latter part, the latter part of my marriage after we were empty nesters. Um, losing our home was devastating, um, and um, I was ready to walk away from my marriage because I felt like there's. Listen, this is a whole waste of time. It'll tell Dion to tell you no, and she called me a name. <laughs> You can't go nowhere. <laughs> he ain't beating you up. He, but it ain't working, sis. Nothing that we I didn't realize. I hadn't gotten, I hadn't learned the part about legislation. Um, so, so let me just real quick about legislation. Um, once I got brave enough to do it by myself, um, Carl and I were under some type of um, curse, I believe. I'm convinced it was something to do with bloodline or something um, because he could not at the latter part of our marriage, he could not find a job and, and keep it consistent. I had employment, I, I had work, I had money coming in. He, he could not, he couldn't, he couldn't find anything stable, seemed like to save his life. And then Carl passed, as I said, and from the time that he has passed, it has nothing to do with no insurance either. From the time that Carl passed to this day, my life has changed financially my credit is is amazing um uh you know i'm not wanting for anything at all period i'm not wanting for anything the reason that i got to that place is is that i realized i needed to legislate some things and what i had to do and what so the, the picture that i had was the picture that was revealed to me was that um there was a river there was there was a river that was dammed up and there were beavers that had come and taken stones and blocked the currency from flowing. And it was my job to determine what the beavers were and to dismantle all of the rocks and the debris, the debris that was there. Immediately, I began to ask the Holy Spirit, what is it that I need? I began to legislate um, because we were one until he died, right? And so what happened to him impacted me, whether it was directly or indirectly. I hope I'm making sense with this. But once I began to pray and legislate, and it took, it took more than one day. You know, when you go to court, sometimes it's for several days, sometimes it's for several weeks. Sometimes a court proceeding can last for several months. Um, in, in my particular case, yeah, it, it could, right? And so it wasn't a one and done um, because I had to stop. I had to, I had to go into recess. I had to do more prayer. Um, I thought that I had gotten rid of all of it, and then I went, as I went along, I was like, oh, my God, there's another stone. Well, I got to get rid of that. I'm telling you, going through this process has been so liberating, you guys. There, there are several other, even my trip to Hawaii. I don't have time to talk about it. Maybe when I share again later, I'll tell you about some legislation that happened with regards to legacy, um, that the trip was a spiritual journey. It was a spiritual trip without us going to church. It, 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 was, it was absolutely incredible. So I'm, what I'm saying to you is not something that I've read. I have read about it. Not just something that I've studied so that I could share with you. I'm telling you that I have put things in practices um, because I don't want to be stuck. I, I want to be free. I want you to be free. I don't want you to be stuck. I don't want you to feel like you're wandering around a mulberry bush and what's the point in living a mediocre life when you have access, A, 
C-C-E-S-S. You have access, but faith without works is dead, and you've got to be willing to invest some time in yourself so that you can get free because it's not just about you. It's about your bloodline. You get that? It's it's a it's a real thing, y'all. Listen, listen, check this out. There there now there there was a time, keeping in mind this is an eight year old phone call that we ain't we ain't never called and harassed nobody and told them to pick up their phone and call here. Everybody that's on this call got up and got on, on this phone on your absolute own. Now I'm I'm gonna say this. Once upon a time I didn't have um the presence of mind or even feel like it was okay for me to say. This is fertile soil. I have watched lives change. It is a it, in poor taste to eat an amazing meal and get up and wipe your mouth and walk away from the table. My my share this morning is that when you are blessed from a place and you know that it's sowing seeds into your life, not just to empower you, but to revolutionize your life if you let it. Be mindful of giving. And I'm not saying give a million dollars, but sometimes you put a seed on it. Sometimes it's a sacrificial seed, right? And I, I won't tell you what that looks like. I, I, we never, I, I don't, I very, very seldom even say this. Most times other people do. But this is one of those months. This is one of those teachings that I promise you. Um, and, and what I can say is a harvest will come from it. And it may not come in this season. It may come in another. But my encouragement to you, and I've sown so many seeds in places that I know got me to where I'm standing at right now, right? Emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Tanya and I both have studied for years on end um, with hopes in mind that somebody's life would be changed. It's not about us. <laughs> Right? So there's a difference between sowing into us, which you can, the radical midwife, or Tanya, not Tanya, and sowing into Declare Victory. Declare Victory's money is not ours. We do community work with Declare Victory money. But if you've been blessed this morning, um, if, if something Tanya said has blessed you, at or uh, cash tag Tanya, not Tanya, or cash tag beyond the radical midwife, trust God. There's there's something that's happening, right? And you reap that which you sow. You can't sow from something you didn't reap. Don't don't get fat off seeds you didn't plant. You, you don't don't eat the seeds you should have sown. Amen. Amen. I listen, and I don't feel no kind of way about saying it because I don't. You know, I'm not I'm not really I'm not the beggar chick. So that was just a word for the wise. You do it or you don't. Completely up to you. Be led by the spirit, though. Tan, you got anything before we go? No, yeah, Nadine. Okay. All right, I'm guys. sorry. Well, I was, the Holy Ghost okay. is not working. I was on mute. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm you good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else got anything before we go? I, I do. do. Go ahead. I do. Go ahead, this is but um. I was um it's 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 hard. I've been hearing you guys and um it's like 
you call me sunshine and um what tanya said you guys don't want us going over the circle going around and around um i hear um when i um speak to lisa but i don't know what's going on with me inside i i pray i read my word but then sometimes i i feel angry i feel anxious uh, I want to I connect with God where I want him to hear, and I know I can't rush him. So, and, you know, I know you guys had said one time, sometimes we need to to talk to somebody. Um, but but I was I was doing it like, like if we need to talk to a psychiatrist, but then I said to myself, God can be my psychiatrist. I don't know if I'm just a needy person. I know I want God and I want to hear from him. I don't know if I'm not, don't have the, I'm not having enough patience or if I'm being that little girl that just, I want it to where I'm not waiting patiently for him. So it's making me angry. I didn't know how to express myself. So that's why I, I sat back and said, I didn't want to say nothing. But then every time I would hear you guys, it was like you guys would answer different stuff, and it sounded good to my spirit, but I, I thought I needed to speak out so you guys can know how I'm feeling, what I'm feeling, because it's a de- determination in me to want to serve God, to want to hear him, to want to have that closeness with him. I don't want to always feel up and down. I don't want to always feel angry all the time. I hear you guys, and you guys are happy and stuff like that. I want to be happy the majority of the time in my life, not depressed or sad or. And I'm like, what is? And you going don't. On you don't have to be. I I understand, and it's it's a process for everybody. It's new. It's not it's not something that you've done forever. It does not happen overnight. This twenty years later. I wasn't happy. I was depressed. I was up and down. You're no different. You, every, for everything there is a season. And and let me correct the scripture error that I made earlier. The scripture error was it's Ecclesiastes three and one, not Ecclesiastes eleven. And don't don't let somebody else's joy make you envious or anxious because the, the anger is a direct result of you having a, a something in mind and not being in, in agreement with heaven. See when you when you just let Holy Spirit lead and guide you, and again, it's a process. You have to learn his voice. You have to be comfortable with not knowing what the outcome is. You have to be comfortable with the moments of silence because it's not just you. He doesn't just it doesn't just happen for you. There are many moments he was silent with me. Many. Lots and lots and lots of them. Right? But I had to learn how to wait. You got to learn how to wait. And it's a, it's a maturity process. You ain't there yet. Give yourself permission to not be there yet and go through the process. Go ahead and be mad. He don't mind. He can handle it. It doesn't offend him. You just be mad. He don't care about that. He's not moved by our emotions at all. Okay. Yeah, our, our emotions don't do it. 
Can I tell you something else? Even in a court of law, in a court of law, your emotions are not going to get the judge to change his mind. Most likely what he's going to do is call for a recess so you can get yourself together, ask the bailiff to give you some tissue so you can get it together so that they can proceed. Yeah. And they don't mind you crying. They won't even interrupt. <laughs> And Dion, can I add, when you go to court, it's session after session after session. You have to wait and wait and wait, and that thing can take a long time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, y'all. It's 8.30. I got got stuff to do. I love y'all. Pray that you have an amazing, amazing day. I pray that you go and you grow in love, that this conversation has done something down on the inside of you to make you pursue after your purpose and respect the process, no matter what that looks like, and find you uh, somebody to keep you accountable. And when you got a problem, call somebody and do what me and Tan do. I got a problem. You want to share it? (laughs) I promise it makes everything better. Listen, I love you guys, but I promise he loves you the most. Have an amazing day, y'all. Goodbye. Love have, you a guys. Day, have, have a blessed day, everyone. Love you. Have a good day. 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 Have